Welcome to another episode, a very special episode of Vanilla Weiss and the Nostalgic Nerds. And this is a particularly special episode because not only do we have the executive producer of this podcast, the great Danny Cooksey, Bobby Budnick, Montana Max, and John Connor's red mullet friend with the badass dirt bike. (laughs) We've also got... Another very special guest, Venus Demilla Thomas. Y'all, sorry, I was almost right. (laughs) Y'all who grew up in the 90s, like myself and Brett, you may remember her as Telly Ratford, or you may remember her in the movie Life as the guy who helped the other guy cheat against Eddie Murphy. (laughs) (laughs) and we've got a third very special guest this time around um his name's brett wilson he's a professional storyboard artist hey brett glad to be here (laughs) it is such an honor to have you guys on here um he I was an absolute fanatic of Nick in the late 80s and all throughout the 90s, but Salute Your Shorts takes the number one spot for me for being my all-time favorite show that was on the network. And uh, thank you, Dan. The two of you were literally my two favorites on it, too. Um, but Nick was my favorite of the dudes, and um, Telly was my favorite of the girls. Yeah, I liked Telly because she was the she was the cool chick. She was like the badass one. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. She's the one I would good about it. Yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to mess with Telly. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh hell, you knocked a jar of ants down Danny's pants. Yeah, it's funny the way Danny and I got connected um, because I have such a photographic memory that basically a year and a half ago I was on one of those Facebook fan pages and um, I wrote a post about the show and he saw me describing every single little detail of each episode so in-depthly and all of a sudden I see him comment. He goes, huh, you remember more than I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I actually remember quite a lot more than he does. It's funny. Um, I'll bring up so many details of so many episodes and he won't remember filming it or anything. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny when I reminded him of a scene where he gets all this like white powdery stuff dumped on him and he said the only reason he knows that happened is because he has a picture of it. Yeah, <laughs> 
yeah, my mom has got yeah. a really great album. So I do have a lot of the pictures. I just got to go home and like uh, scan them. But and yeah. Venus, you now work at Paramount, right? Yeah, good for you. Um, it makes me really ecstatic and happy that um, after you hear all these horror stories about how so many child actors turn out to see that the ones are really admired and really idolized as a kid, that you guys, for the most part, all turned out really well and are doing really well for yourselves in life. Congrats on that. Aww. That's really I'm glad you're still acting. You're a very talented actress. I would hate for you to let it go to waste. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Now, are you, are you fully healed? Because the last time you were sort of like you had one foot on the ground. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah. I did. I fractured my ankle. I was, I was like on wheels. But no, I'm like so much better. I actually like jog for like a second now. So like I'm actually like doing a lot better. So uh, both of my are on the ground. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like a reenactment of that episode where you break your leg at the beginning, tripping over a rake. Oh my gosh, are you talking about the episode where we're on crutches? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that, that's so funny. That was, yeah. that was the only two-part episode in the series. Your, your, your memory is like just mind blowing. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's truly amazing. Wasn't that wow. the Muppet Pups Tina episode? Yes, it was. Oh, nice. What's funny is wow. I still remember as a kid, I saw part two of that episode before seeing part one, and I was completely confused about everything. <laughs> like, funny. yeah. yeah. I tune in and I'm like, wait, how the why is Budnick acting this way and how the hell did he hook up with Dina? I'm like, doesn't she hate him? <laughs> <laughs> Just have to watch it reverse. They don't make sense. Yeah. Very confusing two part episode. Right. Then I saw part one and it all made sense. There you go. That's <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. And I know I'm going to sound like the biggest kiss-ass for saying this, but Venus, I'm stunned by how incredibly you've aged. You do not look anywhere near your 40s. Please tell my agent that, because uh, <laughs> he thinks I'm not. I'm uh, my actual age. Um, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, um, I work hard at, at practicing being happy so that I can stay young-looking, I think. If I saw you on the street and I had no idea who you were, I would literally think you were, like, maybe 26. Love it. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. I'm going to use that. Thank you very much. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm 35, and you look quite a bit younger than me. Aww. Yeah, you, you flirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
Sis, sis, sis. You know how to do it, man. Let me tell you, you know how to do it. It's working. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Venus, um, what are what are some of the projects you've done recently? Um, I did an episode of uh, Cherish Today, which is a new show that'll be coming out in 2020 on the Oprah Network. Um, and I play on the. Uh, I just uh, recently did some Toyota uh, spot, so be coming out soon as well. Um, working on a documentary that I shot a couple of years ago. I'm in the editing process of that. So hopefully 2020, uh, I'll have a film coming out. Which will be fun. Exciting. Will it be on... Is it going to be on Netflix? Oh, that would be really nice, actually. Um, from your mouth for God's ears. Yes, it's going to be on Netflix. (laughs) I don't know. I would love for it to be. What's your, what's, your, what's your documentary about? Um, I, I took a group of my friends, and uh, they're all uh, living in Los Angeles, and they're either transplants or born and raised here, and they're all creative people. And I asked them all the same questions. And then I also went and uh, shot parts of their lives um, that are pretty exciting. So I have people that are like choreographers, poets, rappers, teachers, um, activists, uh, comedians, singers, um, and they all like are very talented, and they gave me a little piece of their lives. It's about uh, it's about life. That's awesome. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing the finished product. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, now we're going to finish it. I think everybody has to finish it now. Thank you. Now, now, now you do have to finish it. Yeah. Right. Everybody has to finish it. Yeah, I had to remind Danny that you were in life. He... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great experience working with Eddie Murphy and uh, Mark Mullins. Yeah, who else can say that they got their wrists grabbed by Eddie Murphy? I know. I got to tussle with him a little bit. That was really exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that movie, but like I was saying to Danny, I find that movie more really depressing at the same time. Yeah, I mean, but it was really good. Oh, yeah, it's a a great movie, and for anyone tuning in, I'm about to reveal why it's so depressing, so you might want to tune out if um, you haven't seen it yet, because I'm about to reveal a huge spoiler. (laughs) But with that being said, the reason I find that movie so depressing is because by the end of the movie, they literally did end up spending their whole entire lives in prison, but they were almost dead anyway by the time they finally get out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, just, it's, a, it's a picture of life. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's yeah, all about it the all. journey, not necessarily the destination. Yeah. But yeah, it was just so frustrating because throughout the movie you kept thinking they were going to get out much sooner than they did. And by the end, I'm just like, uh, yeah, it's nice they got to enjoy like maybe two years left, but um, they never got to actually. Yeah. yeah. But, but look at all the laughs that they had along the way. Right? That's what you gotta think about. Yeah. True. And it was a different type... And I think that's what makes it such a good movie, too, because 
lot of comedies are just all funny. Yeah. But this one has like a tinge of reality, which makes it even better. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And um, it definitely had great character development. Like, funny enough, the first few times I saw that movie, I literally felt old at the end of the movie. It felt like you were passing all those years <laughs> by with them. Right? There you go. I know. They did so much great work with the makeup and everything. It was a really good period piece um, from the 1940s. It was amazing. And Mark... Bernie Mac, like, stole that movie in my opinion. Oh, my God. He was, he's he's like, just crazy funny. I'm the pappy. <laughs> But yeah, it was a really well done movie, and that might that might have been Eddie Murphy's last really good movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's what a lot of people who hadn't seen Robin Williams' stand-up was saying about him when they would finally see his stand-up. And wow, yeah. Yeah, honestly... That just makes all of us to even, like, have this conversation. Yeah. See, um... Um, did Danny tell you I do stand-up comedy down here in South Florida? Yeah, he was telling me a little bit about you. Yeah, I have, um, a bunch of clips up on YouTube. They're under my name, Dan Weiss, Comedian 2019. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, every... I'll check them out. Awesome. Yeah, every week he and I work on some new jokes for me. I get to sit. I get to sit and just and laugh. Dan is uh, he's uh, he's dirty. He's, he's dirty, and I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have a filthy mouth. My mouth is pretty vicious on stage. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I actually, so we were actually talking today. And I was curious about the dog, the whole dodgeball thing. The last time I saw you, you, know, you were, uh-huh. you, were you play like competitive? Yeah. Dodgeball? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, I was wondering, is it competitive or is it just organized? It's recreational. But okay. a lot of the people that I play with play like on the U.S. World Dodgeball team. Oh, sure. For many different countries, which is wow. Yeah, so I'm not playing with people that, I mean, a lot of the people 
people are playing for fun, but you've also got a lot of athletes on the court. So, it, you know, you're, you're, you're playing with, like, elite players in a lot of the games that you're playing, which is pretty, you know, makes it pretty exciting. <laughs> to say the least. How, how did you stumble? How did you stumble into this uh, this world? Well, you know, you know, it's so funny that you mentioned about being a child actor and the difficulties of being a child actor. I found it maybe what, like, fifteen years ago. It was it was difficult for me to. I had a lot of social anxiety. Um, I had found it very difficult to like leave the house. And I needed to find something, and I and I believe I asked the therapist, and they said to go ahead and join a group. And I was thinking, okay, well, there's hiking groups, and there's, and then I came across dodgeball, and I was like, gosh, this, this is just something that I really love growing up, and it seems like a lot of fun. And I went, not knowing anyone, and they accepted me. And um, you know, 15 years later, I traveled to Vegas to go to tournaments, to play charity events. Um, Charity events all over Los Angeles, and I mean, I play on girls teams that are all girls. I play on co-ed teams. I play in different cities, and it basically filled my life out and allowed me to have the confidence to um, to just like make my life grow. And then there's so many people that play dodgeball from all walks of life. Like if anyone has an injury, chances are there might be a doctor or an emergency professional or a nurse that can help you. So, um, yeah. it's nice to know that, you know, you can be around a lot of great people that are, you know, from all walks of life, but just have one common interest, which is having a lot of fun and um, going to the bar afterwards. So, <laughs> it, I just found my home. And um, I've, uh, you know, as soon as I get better from my fractured ankle, I will be back on the court. That's awesome. What's, what's, yeah. what's the estimated time uh, that you have left? That's his pastime. So you really are a big sports fanatic, right? Yeah, and I don't know exactly because of the show. Like, if I really just got into the role and I was like, oh, I'm 
really telly or if I'm actually like an athletic type of person. Um, I can't tell you where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> I also like Telly because she was the smartest of the three. She was the only one who like wasn't ditzy. Yeah, wasn't <laughs> ditzy. That's funny. Yeah, I think well, the. True. Yeah, if the closest she came to saying something ditzy was when she referred to James Worthy as the best basketball player of all time. Oh, wow. You know what's funny about that is that uh, I used to babysit for James Worthy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, so that's why I was able to get, like, I don't know if you'll notice in, like, season one, there's a poster that I have above my bed that's signed by James Worthy. Yeah, I actually remember that. I wasn't sure if that was him or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No, it was James Worthy, because I babysat for him, so I was able to get him to sign it for me. Oh, well, no wonder they had you say that he was the best ever. Right, But yeah, so I remember hearing that and I'm like, wait, Worthy? She thinks he's better than Jordan Magic or all? Oh my goodness, yeah, well, you know. (laughs) I had to give him props. Yeah, well, you sure did. (laughs) You educated sponge. Yeah, he's got an he 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 looks more different than anyone on the show. The guy who played Sponge, he's like super ripped now. Oh, Trevor! Yeah, yeah, he's he's totally changed. Yeah, I think maybe because he was the youngest. Maybe I think that's yeah, probably true. That yeah. that, and I'm sure that after the show, he probably didn't want to forever carry on the Sponge image. So. He probably decided that the only way to get rid of that image was to become like or become muscular and ripped. Well, or he could have just grown up, you know. <laughs> he just grew up, you know. So we all gotta grow up sometime. You know? Yeah. Do we? just making it hard to grow up. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um. Yeah, that's like all we do is we've become our parents in terms of reminiscing about the good old days all the time. <laughs> yeah, especially now. Yeah. Oh, God, entertainment now is embarrassing. <laughs> like, yeah, it's hard to come by. There's just so much of it. Yeah. yeah. Where do you come it's, it's, There's so many avenues and so many outlets. That it's it's like overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and I feel like um, they nowadays they underestimate the viewers' intelligence in a lot of movies and shows. Like, salute your shorts. One thing that made it so great is they didn't care if a lot of jokes or parodies went over the heads of kids. They they still stuck with it if it was a good joke or parody. Yeah. Like, of course, as a kid, I didn't pick on um, pick up on any of the references to old classic movies. Like the they parodied Citizen Kane in one episode, The Treasure of Sierra Madre in another, and yeah, the one where. 
Yeah, they and they parodied the Godfather in that one scene in the tennis match episode. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, and the, show, uh, yeah, exactly. And another very unique thing about it is, unlike most live-action sitcoms, there wasn't a laugh track in the back. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I think we were, we were. I was trying to think if there was any other like before the sort of Nickelodeon shows of the nineties. There wasn't that many like single camera comedies. Mm, right. I mean, comedies were pretty much relegated to like the four camera sitcom format. Right. Now, with like Office and a lot of you know just different shows, we're sort of used to seeing that single camera, like a single camera comedy. But there's not. There wasn't that many before that. No, wow. I love that reference, that comparison. That's pretty dope. The yeah, that's true. The show also got away with quite a few adult innuendos that they would never allow now. I'm sure. Such as w- one scene where Donkey Lips accidentally locks himself in a public bathroom and... <laughs> Yeah, you hear you hear him saying to Sponge from the inside, there's a really neat machine in here that sells balloons. Oh wow, yeah. I didn't remember that until you told me about that. <laughs> That's yeah, great. That was in the Budnick and Michael faking sick episode. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a short dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a market for Yeah, I heard basically Donkey Lips was supposed to be the primary bully originally. Ah. Although, yeah, although he was, he was, he was a bully though in the, in like the first couple episodes, he and Budnick were like a duo in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. 
was fun. No, I was I was curious if they if they like had shown you guys like the pilot episode. No, no, no. You know, so I can let her rip. Yeah, no, we didn't get any kind of. I mean, I barely even knew what role I looked when they gave me the part because I auditioned for all the girls. Right. So it's like it was like you know I didn't know what the heck you know to expect. You know. You auditioned for all three of them. <laughs> Oh, well, I can't even imagine seeing you as, like, ZZ. <laughs> right? <laughs> and they wanted... I'm glad I got Kelly, because... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. No, that's cool. Yeah, and I heard they wanted Danny to be, um, Michael. Yeah, because it's wow. the same thing. We all sort of went in, and everybody was flip-flopping... Yeah, that's so weird to imagine, too. Imagine Danny being the one sitting on the kids' brownies. Right? <laughs> but, yeah, or him being the new kid at camp tortured by the bullies. <laughs> right? That's funny. Yeah. Can't be the new kid, you know, it just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, and about 35 seconds it's about to cut out so I'll have to r turn it back on in about 30 seconds um, but I'll actually I'll do that right now um, 